Hello and welcome back to the Borporium. <coughs> I'm your host, Fox. And I'm your other host, Bella. And we're just two gore whores who went to circus school to learn how to swallow souls. Uh, don't you mean swords? I would never swallow a sword. Very pointy, possibly <laughs> lethal. Think souls are much tastier. Well, the villains of this week's movie would definitely agree with you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the deadites of Evil Dead 2 have me beat in the soul-swallowing department. But you never know. Practice makes perfect. I don't like how you're looking at our guest. I don't want their soul. I'm just looking. Yeah, sure you are. Well, anyway, let's get into this movie. I hope you like spoilers. And blood geysers. You do. Groovy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's begin. Before we get into it all, we actually have a very special guest joining us today to discuss this particular film. My husband, Brendan, also known as our resident head in a jar. So, let's get him down off that shelf. Alright, hello Brendan. Now, why the what? 69 episodes, you're only just now getting me down. Whoops, uh, let's get you out of that jar first. Ugh, Hello. 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 <laughs> so, Brendan, you live in a horror-centric haunted video store. Are you a fan of horror? Uh, not particularly. Not a huge fan. I do know this about you. Yeah, I'm obviously. more of a fan of uh, child horror. <laughs> well, also horrible children, but oh. horror films, you know, like Coraline. Fair enough. Coraline is a Or Monster banger. House. Or Monster House. Or yeah. That's Paranorman. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of Tim Burton-esque family-friendly horror. Yeah, I was, I was brought up on Tim Burton, so it's always going to be my go-to. As were yeah. we. Mm. Yeah, big Corpse Bride fans in the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and of course, you're a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas because you've got two huge... Well, when you had a body, oh, my, yeah. you <laughs> had two huge <laughs> thigh piece tattoos of Jack and Sally. The frozen yeah, body that's down in the basement. Oh. Yeah, but we've yet to um, reattach him to that. Wait, we'll then we'll who's... get around to it eventually, won't we, Then Bella? whose skin do I have framed? <laughs> Somebody else's. Uh-oh. Oh shit! Oh, oh, oh! That's You've got not a good. crime oh, on display. Man. Oh Fuck. no. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Well, that's I'm calling the coppers <laughs> on you, the old timey police, though. <laughs> PC plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh. So, um, you're not a huge horror person. No. You've gr- it's grown on you more in recent years. Well, do you know, I think the problem, I'm not a huge horror person. Obviously, I was growing up on, on Beetlejuice and everything. But I think then the when we started getting into proper horror, in like when I was a teenager, the very most vivid memory I have of that is, um, 
what's that movie where the guy Eden Lake Eden Lake I watched Eden Lake <laughs> for you know essentially my first horror movie and I thought never again after that uh, what happens in Eden Lake I as soon as I that kid you know it. shoves the Stanley knife in the in the in the boy's mouth and cuts up all his tongue and that that's just not on that's not nice it's not nice <laughs> it is it incredibly brutal film <laughs> it's one of the most disturbing things i've ever watched so it's not a good um it's not a dip your toe type of movie it's more like getting waterboarded i think yeah you know you're not you're not learning to swim someone's just punishing you with water that is how i, really I like- would equate it <laughs> I like the water euphemisms that you're like water metaphors you're using. For Thank Eden you. Lake. It was good. I just wanted <laughs> well, to comment. Well, it's at a lake, but I didn't mean it to be punny. <laughs> but it is, you know, water themed because it's at a lake. So you know, I'm no 120 days of Sodom. I'm 120 <laughs> days of, uh, you know, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You can only have one of those a year, though. <laughs> Not in this house. That's so wholesome. That's nice. <laughs> but I, I've Fox definitely shown you up. horror that you've enjoyed in recent years. Like, definitely when we first met, you were like, no horror. Oh, yeah. Me and me, please. But you've come around. I think it was, quite I think a it was lot of... Get Out that changed that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we watched... We watched Get Out the first time you met Brendan Bella. Do you remember? That oh, was yeah, the first I do movie remember. We, and that was like on our first date and we all had fish and chips and watched yeah. Get Out. Aww, I remember. That was when you had a like stomach four to years use. Ag- four years ago, yeah, back when you could eat fish and chips. Oh, do you miss it? Uh, <laughs> not the fish and chips, but I miss the stomach. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just give him fish food now, but it just goes right like, through him. Just <laughs> nibbling at the top of my jar. Yeah. <laughs> just gulps like it down. Like the fish flakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the smell of those. I, I was just about to weird? say the smell of them is so nice. <laughs> I remember, I really, yeah. I used I to really feed like Nana's fish koi flakes. and they smell real good. I was like, mm, I kind of want to be <laughs> yeah. a fish, actually. <laughs> Sounds taste sounds tasty. And and then my next then big, you know, push into proper horror was when I realized that the director of Spider Man two, the good one, not the Andrew Garfield one. Obviously. Uh, with Tommy Maguire was Sam Raimi. And then I, you know, found out Sam Raimi, Evil Dead trilogy, Justin Long has bad luck day, that movie. Bad bad luck day? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I know what you're talking about? Uh, drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. <laughs> Justin Long's bad luck day. <laughs> Justin Long's bad he's luck not, day. He's Dragging not even the main hell. character. You know what movie is Justin Long's bad luck day? It's, is Tusk. Tusk. Yeah. <laughs> That's his bad luck day. <laughs> well, yeah, that was basically just what I was going to ask you: is what your first horror movie was, and what made you um, start to enjoy the franchise? But you've you've answered that <laughs> in and of itself. Oh yeah. Um, so do either of you have any recommendations, uh, films, television, books, games? It's got to be horror related, ideally, or sp- 
at least creepy. I okay, would say. I got yeah. one that's exciting. Well, Bella, would you like to go first? I've because I've got two. Okay, okay, I'll go first then. I was very <laughs> lucky to be able to see this week the woman in black in theaters, like the stage yeah. play, yeah. and it fucking ruled. It's so good. It really is. It's really good. I think it's touring right now across the UK. If you guys get a chance to go see it, anyone. Go see it, because it's really fucking cool. The set design is great. It's spooky. A woman jumped out of her chair in front of us. It was really funny. <laughs> they have fog machines to, when when he goes out in the, like, the big marshes, and he gets almost run over by the ghost pony and trap thing. Yes. Very good. Very God, exciting. Very fun. It's got amazing sound design it's so fun it's very spooky i really really enjoyed seeing it and i have a lot of love for it because when i was doing my a levels that's the play i did and i played the central part and basically all of the parts well arthur kipps yes i was arthur Ah, kipps i played old daniel radcliffe yep i did the monologue and got a standing ovation for it (laughs) amazing which monologue there's a big monologue where he's talking sort of towards the end i don't want to spoil it but before more disaster happens i think he's Uh, talking about escaping eelmarsh house and stuff oh okay yeah did a big speech and everyone clapped good job (laughs) everyone clapped (laughs) everyone clapped (laughs) okay brendan what are your recommendations uh well one of them is uh, a movie we saw recently uh shin godzilla oh very creepy one of the best kaiju movies you're ever gonna see and it's got some great evolutionary uh stages of godzilla with his wriggly little arms and his gross big eyes i like i like big i eye. love him that one's really He's good fun. but then also something that's actually more horror centric is i have been replaying all the batman arkham games uh so oh, i've started hell. with yeah. uh, arkham asylum i've been playing it with the controller in my mouth so it is quite hard <laughs> i was about to say you know brendan he likes to still be able to play video games so yeah. what we do he has sort of like little needles coming out the bottom of his neck and we just sort of plug him into my neck so i have two heads for a bit and he can control my arms (laughs) oh yeah 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 (laughs) but arkham asylum like that's a that's a horror game that's a great game for being made in 2009 and it still holds up yeah you get on it no it's very it's a very good game very specifically on arkham knight spending i think probably I looked at it at the end 15 hours straight on Arkham, <laughs> Arkham Knight once. Easy. <laughs> I, I, well, remember, Easily I, done. It's so good. You remember I got all the Riddler trophies in Arkham Knight? I know. Yes. That's, you, that's a hard job. You worked hard for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blood, sweat and tears. It was worth it. Right, yeah. Fox. Well, you got to right. offer. I've got several things on offer. Got a right. plethora. Please sampling sampling plate for you tapas if you will yes little charcuterie board of horror (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to remember the word for charcuterie but i was just thinking in my head just just the word chuck i'm just going chuck (laughs) chuck (laughs) (laughs) i just couldn't get past it (laughs) 
Right, so I have Black Sabbath from 1963, directed by Mario Bava. I've got Blood and Black Lace uh, from 1964, also directed by Mario Bava. I basically just love his movies. If you're into giallos and early Italian horror and lots of vivid colours and that sort of thing, I would recommend it. Black Sabbath um, is an anthology horror and it has a particularly creepy segment with this sort of corpse woman incredibly unsettling stuff i also have dr terror's house of horrors from 1965 directed by freddie francis which me and bella watched together has um ruled peter cushing on a train with a bunch of strangers and he basically tells them about their fates and yeah reveals the future to them by doing tarot and it's excellent it's such a fun anthology i've gotten Mm. very into 60s and 70s anthologies recently because you know i'm not an anthology horror fan however i've turned a new leaf with these because they're so much better and then uh popcorn from 1991 directed by mark herrier sitting for a charcuterie board <laughs> oh not popcorn is yeah. it well yeah um, you can have some popcorn. i mean i guess it's food <laughs> yeah dip it in the brie i've never had mm. Mm. i don't know about mm popcorn dipped in brie i'd eat it it's not offensive as we a used it, to be fair fox we we have in the past very much melted cheese onto popcorn and then put jalapenos on it like they were nachos <laughs> oh my god i forgot we used Which to fucking do that rules, i have and then to just, say and then just splash a bunch of hot sauce over the oh, top fuck yeah that rules <laughs> terrifying and they'd go kind of soggy with the hot i'm sauce. glad i don't oh. have a stomach yeah they'd go mushy it would all drip down to the bottom mm. so you get them like spicy mushy popcorn chunks at the fuck <laughs> the yeah base. if i could i'd be throwing up right now <laughs> you could if you really tried <laughs> please don't <laughs> give it a go but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Popcorn is a very fun slasher movie. I mentioned it very briefly on our Slashers podcast. It unfortunately didn't make my top 10, but it was a close call because I thought it was extremely fun and very underrated and just bizarre and a real love letter to uh, like 60s, 70s and 80s horror. Really made you feel like you're watching 60s and 70s horror. Yes. Um, I have another recommendation too, uh, The Guest List from 2020, which is a novel rather than a movie for once. And it was written by Lucy Foley and it is a bunch of people who go to stay. Yes. I didn't know you could read. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not convinced I do know how to read. I've just memorized a lot of words. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's about like a group of people who go to stay on a little island in Ireland for a wedding and somebody dies. And I haven't figured out who dies yet, but it is a murder mystery shenanigan. And it's very Agatha Christie-esque and I have been hooked by it. And uh, yeah, and then I also got Subnautica, which is as tense and sort of threatening as people say it is mm, it looks fun mm-hmm. i tell you what we should it is get, really fun by the way 
um, yeah. the three of us and play is Phasmophobia. I, yeah, I've watched a lot of that. It looks so good. I was watching John Wolf play it. The, the um, ghost shout hunting John game, Wolf, Fox. In case you're listening. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> John Wolf, if you're listening. I wish John Wolf, John if you're Wolf. listening, I love you. <laughs> John Wolf, you're the only uh, gaming channel that I enjoy. Yeah. So you've got that going for you. All right, so if that's all our recommendations, it is time for Curses and Hearses. For those of you who don't know, Curses and Hearses is a section wherein we catch each other up on all the cursed items and the undead who have recently come into the shop. It is all completely true and not improvised at all, which is how we've ended up with characters such as Jimbo the Hot Dog King. Woo-hoo. This week we'll let our guest Brendan tell us about a ghost that he's encountered recently, and then Bella and I will flip a coin to decide who gets to talk about curses this week. Alright, Bella, heads or tails? Um, tails, as always. All right, so tails, tails you do fails. curses. Yeah. Oh, it's tails. So I'm setting oh, this one out this week. Okay. Cursed All right then, Bella. Items. What cursed object have you recently acquired? Now. It better be good because it'll be <laughs> sitting up next to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be it'll be fine. I'm telling you that much. Right. Okay. So what I have acquired is <laughs> so you know like alexas those sorts of things that live in your house now yes you know i have one that's a google do you have an alexa no i have i have a google google home Uh, i'm essentially an alexa (laughs) you are i like the i like alexa she's funny i like her i like her malevolent laughter that she does that's i like that you can make alexa do a wet fart actually look can i see if my google home (laughs) will do a fart pardon let me see if we can hear this right Okay, Google. Volume full. <laughs> okay, Google. Do a wet fart. My apologies. I don't understand. He doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> okay, Google. Why do does a fart. he sound like... Sorry, I don't understand. Okay, he Google. He sounds like Connor from um, Detroit Become Human. This is a fart. <laughs> <laughs> hear that other than you guys <laughs> i well i definitely heard it good job google good job google but basically the cursed object we've had this week someone brought in an unbranded home assistant kind of thing like it wasn't an amazon one it wasn't a google Ooh, one okay. it's just like this weird little pod and they were like it turned up on my doorstep one day and i was like oh cool like someone you know some company i'm subscribed to must have sent me this sick awesome um and they got it into their house and it it, you know it worked normally it would play music it would do all this stuff and then like over time even when they weren't talking to it it would just start saying stuff like your feet smell good and then (laughs) like sometimes it would just be like not your feet i think your nipples are great uh, what what does it say? I think your nipples are great, is what it said. Huh. That's what she told me. So it's perverted. Yeah, so it's perverted. Wish someone would say that about me. <laughs> well, you we don't, don't have, have any nipples, nipples anymore. Exactly. And also, I'm not going to say that to you, am I? That's gross. <laughs> He's talking about me. <laughs> uh, 
well. saying I don't give him enough affection and that his jar's <laughs> gone dusty and we don't do enough things together and that I've put my trophies in front of him and, and all, all this. this. I, I point him away from the TV. That's the worst I one. I never hear the end of it. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, this is a perverted home thing so yeah it started off saying kind of weird stuff and then it started getting really dark-sided and then it grew arms oh no which is bad and started um started wanking (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no not cracking its little mechanical hog that's truly cursed yeah (laughs) you can't put that you can't put that next to brendan that's not fair to him he's just gonna sit there and wank you're gonna jizz up my glass dome (laughs) (laughs) i'll look like an inside out snow globe (laughs) (laughs) and i i tell you the worst thing about it too is that its arms and like stuff aren't even like mechanical? They're just like weird and sinewy, like little flesh things. Like it's like Ew. almost like fungus that's grown. That's exactly on it. what I was picturing. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's just like he looks a bit like Ricardio. That's exactly what Adventure I was picturing. Time. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it like just today it like opened an eye, just like a just like a little bit. Like she's just peeping mm. at me, and so over time it's becoming more humanoid. So I don't know how it's going to end up. Um. But yeah, I've got I got three questions about Please. this. Where have you stored it? How much did you pay for it? And does anything come out of its little mechanical wiener? I will answer these questions in reverse. <laughs> okay. The first one: Does anything come out of its mechanical wiener? Yes, and it's putrid oh, no. smoke. Oh. Okay, interesting. Number two: What I paid for it? Um, twelve euros. Twelve mm, euro. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's hope we can make a profit on this little fucker. We won't. I'm not intending to sell it. <laughs> okay. First question. <laughs> He's here to stay. But the, the last question, rather, it's in my room. No, I will not be taking any more questions. <laughs> what's, oh, okay, but I do have one more question. <laughs> I do have one more, actually. Oh, no. what, what's its name? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... I haven't like you I guess I mean you could ask it, I guess. We could ask it its name. Um I'll ask it now. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, robot. What's what's your name? Hello Bella. My name is Grumbus Plumbus 2.0. <laughs> he said Grumbus Plumbus 2.0. Oh no. <laughs> so I don't know what happened to 1.0. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen from here. Are they making more? We're not sure, but that's Grumbus Plumbus 2.0. All right. I'm bothered about his location because me and you (laughs) share a room and live on bunk beds. I'm totally fine where he is. (laughs) Yeah, well, you never have to see him. I'll find somewhere to put him and it might be the garbage. (laughs) If he goes in the garbage, he'll kill us. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I'll, I don't know, I'll get a lead box. All right. I'll get a lead box for it. <laughs> so, Brendan. Yes. What entity of the undead have you seen lurking around the shop this week? Uh, well, I've been hanging out with Raffi a lot. Oh, mm. yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's uh, he pops in every so often. Normally when you guys are around, uh, it sort of seems like only I can see him. But okay. Yeah, he's my friend. We just hang out. 
What does he look like? Well, uh, he looks sort of like just a little, just a little guy, but he's, you know, <laughs> he's naked. Oh. Do you guys, do you remember? <laughs> the sound um, of like worry. Do you um. remember the, the movie Harvey Crumpet? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean. <laughs> he looks a lot like Perhaps? Harvey Crumpet. I'm looking Harvey Crumpet up right now. <laughs> I am aware of who Harvey Crumpet is. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm extremely bothered by this information. So you've got a little friend called Rafi who's naked and is a little guy who looks like Harvey Crumpet. Yeah, he just he sits next to me on the shelf. Oh, so he's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he talk or do you just sit next to him? No, no, we, we chat. What do you talk about? So, well, he's a really clever guy, right? So at the moment, he's trying to... F- we're, we're, we're trying to work together to figure out the cure for uh, decapitation, which is, of course, oh. how I died. Yes. So that you can uh, get your head back on your frozen body that's definitely in the basement and has not been eaten by the beast. Well, it was down there last time. I asked the beast not to touch it. Um, yes. When was when was this that you asked asked the beast not to touch it? You know, last time. Yeah, about eight centuries several years about. ago then. Well, who knows how time moves in this place. <laughs> well, uh yeah, it's definitely still there and I think I think yeah, maybe it's good that Harvey Crumpet is going to reattach you to your body, and I definitely don't think we need to get a, a psychiatrist in at all for you to talk to. <laughs> I think it's all good. I think he's real, naked little Harvey Crumpet. What well, is who is, is it? Harvey Crumpet. His name's Raffy. Yeah, his name's Raffy. I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> okay. In short for Raffy, who's apparently Raff- Harvey Crumpet. Raphael. Raphael. Uh, do you know I've never asked? Is he an oh. angel? Or oh, he's an angel to me because he's really nice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, nice. Do you, you know Raffy. how he died? Yeah. Uh, like, is he a ghost? It's not really something you you talk about amongst the uh, the undead. <laughs> oh, I talk about that shit all the time. <laughs> well, you know, it's a bit insensitive. I don't like talking about it. You do like talking about it. You just brought it up. Yeah, you talk about how you got decapitated all the time. And how you don't have a stomach anymore. No. no. (laughs) It's all I hear out of you. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Brendan, can we ask, how did you die? Who decapitated you? Or are you not Uh, ready to talk about that right now? You didn't see him. Okay, that's a shame. Well, <laughs> he looked a, he looked a little bit like Christopher Walken and he was on the back of a horse. But you didn't see him. Interesting. <laughs> I just saw the silhouette. <laughs> uh, but his silhouette looked like Christopher Walken. I was in a tiny, sleepy little town. <laughs> a hollow, perhaps. It was a bit of a hollow, a bit of a, a village. Bit of a village situation. <laughs> okay. Intriguing. Good to know. Good to know. This backstory about you. <laughs> this lore. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's time for the tagline and poster. So I'm going to read you guys some taglines. There's not that many. And then we can give a little, have a little chat about this poster. So <laughs> the first two taglines 
do crack me up. The first one is so, like, it makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) So it is. Pleasure, please. (laughs) Huh? Pleasure, please. Pleasure, please. Pleasure, dot, dot, dot. Please. Pleasure, please. <laughs> Pleasure, Pleasure, please. But I need it. Um, <laughs> wow. What pleasure? Well, there's not even like a sexual aspect of this I film. <laughs> I don't know where this tagline has come from. I don't, but it doesn't make does, any sense. Does intrigue <sighs> and make me deeply uncomfortable mm. as it goes. It's gross. It's just the please. Like, don't beg please. me for pleasure. Ew. Please, Sam. <laughs> please, Sam. Don't Ramey. do it. <laughs> Please, Sam Raimi, please. (laughs) Can I have a movie, please? (laughs) (laughs) So the second tagline makes me laugh just because it's so cocky. Yeah. There's only one movie scarier than The Evil Dead. (laughs) And they're implying that that's The Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. Good. The only two scary movies in existence... The Evil Dead and Evil, Evil Dead, Dead 2. 2. And, yeah, there you go. And E.T. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, fair. <laughs> That's actually what they're referring Terrible to. Terrible little monster. They're not talking about Evil Dead 2 with this tagline. They're actually talking, they're talking about, about E.T. E.T., yeah. Completely unrelated <sighs> to this film. <laughs> it was a tagline for this film, but they just want you to go see E.T. <laughs> right. And the last tagline. Kiss your nerves goodbye. <laughs> Give him a little kiss. Little smooch. Bye bye, nerves. See you later. They're not great taglines. They're bad, I'm going to be actually. honest. Well, I thought the tagline was Dead by Dawn. Right, no, we'll get well, into that in a minute. It's not. But what do we think of this poster in the meantime? I the love poster, this poster does make me have a giggle. I it just has like... nothing to do with the movie, and that's nope. the best part about it. It's just funny. I love it because it's. It's very memorable. I like the framing of it. The soft brown eyes in the skeleton, <laughs> though, make me uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It's just like so why, funny. Is why is he looking, looking at, at me? me like that? See, I, I see it. It's really comforting to me. Well, that's oh. what I mean. Is he looks so sad like, and sort of looking at me with face. them big old eyes? Yeah. It more just looks like he wants. Like I'm in a skeleton bar. And he's sitting next to me at the bar and has asked if I want a drink. Like, I feel like Ah! the skeleton is trying to pick me up. I'd take that drink. (laughs) He's quite a handsome skeleton as it goes. And as far as I know. lovely eyes. Just a head. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, are you saying you're going to leave me for another head? One without skin? That's my head celebrity uh, whole pass list. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who else is on it? Is the head... The head from Evil Dead 2? The head from Evil Dead 2 and Tony Harrison from The Mighty Boosh. (laughs) (laughs) Great choices. Love that for you. But no, I like this poster. I think it's good. I think it's weird, but I think it's good. Yeah, Yeah, it is good. It is good. I like it. It It's very distinctive, very memorable. Ten points. Ten points to poster. (laughs) We're not doing a point system on posters, but it's good to know how you feel (laughs) about it anyways. (laughs) All right. Are we ready for some meat? We fucking yeah, better be. Yeah, give me some meat. Meat, meat, meat. Give me some beef drippings. <laughs> There's something out there. It lives out in those woods. In the dark. Something that's come back. 
from the dead. Groovy. Welcome to the meet. This is usually a 10-minute summary segment, though as we're being joined by a guest this week, we'll each be given four minutes to summarise our portion of the film. And to help us along, we are allowed a handful of bullet points to glance at. Additionally, whilst one of us is summarising, the other is allowed to say pause, stop the timer, and comment on something, slash correct the other person. But before we start that, let me tell you a little about the film and the cast list. So, Evil Dead 2 also known as Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, so Dead by Dawn is not a tagline, it is actually just the title of the film, is a comedy horror movie with supernatural elements directed by Sam Raimi and released in 1987, six years after the original and with 10 times the budget. Unless my maths is not mathing. 3.5 million is 10 times $350,000, correct? Uh, yeah. I yeah. lost all my mathematic functions with when I lost my fingers. Ah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> should get you an abacus. I've got my my tongue <laughs> running along my teeth left to count on. Ew, it's <laughs> a horrifying way of counting. Very easy to lose count. I imagine it is. Is it? Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Evil Dead 2 was also co-written by Scott Spiegel, who went on to direct one of my favourite ever slashers called Intruder in 1989. He cast the Raimi brothers and Bruce Campbell in said film. Evil Dead 2 was a minor box office success despite limited release, and its critical reception was very positive. It currently has a 95% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and even Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, describing it as a fairly sophisticated satire that makes you want to get up and shuffle. He praised the film's sense of surrealism, comedic timing, and grubby low-budget intensity. Which, yeah, I agree with him for once. (laughs) Wants to make you get up and shuffle. (laughs) Cast list. Let's put some faces to names and names to faces. So we've got Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams, Denise Bixler as Linda, Sarah Berry as Annie, Richard Domier as Ed, Dan Hicks as Jake, Cassie Wesley as Bobby Joe, John Peaks as Professor Noby, Lou Hancock as Henrietta Noby, Ted Raimi as Possessed Henrietta, and William Preston Robertson as The Evil Dead. Plural. (laughs) So are we ready to get into this summary? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Woohoo. All right, Brendan, would you prefer to go first, second, or third? Uh, I will go second. Oh. Okay. And Bella, where would you prefer to go then, first or third? Um, first. All right, you're up first then. Okay, let me get I a will get my... timer. Oh, do I you, you guys you. will have to time because I don't have you hands. Don't have hands or a phone. Yeah. But if we got you a Google Glass... Sorted, mate. <laughs> You'd be sorted. Well. <laughs> well, for your well. birthday, maybe. All right, Bella, are you ready? I think so. Probably not. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so <laughs> Ash and Linda are driving to a cabin in the woods um, for, for a nice little holiday, I guess. They drink 
some booze and um she he gives her a nice necklace that's like a little magnifying glass and then they're like we can have sex here because there's no one here woohoo um (laughs) unfortunately whilst having a look around linda's like hey there's a tape recorder here and he's like put it on see what the tape is and it's a man called professor nobi talking about a book that he found um which is the book of the dead also known as the necronomicon there we go (laughs) you did it Professor Novi talks about a series of incantations that he found in the book and does them out loud, um, which unfortunately causes the demons around the forest to surface and they pursue the cabin and the humans inside through the forest um, and unfortunately possess Linda immediately. Like, there's no build-up at all. She's, like, already possessed. Unfortunate. Okay, Ash now realises that Linda's possessed and she's doing all this freaky shit and so he beheads her. I don't know how he knows to just behead her, you guys. He just does it on instinct with a shovel um, and buries her sadly near the cabin. He is then also attacked by demonic forces and sent hurtling through the top of the forest really fast and it's very funny because he's just like thrashing around. Um, and then they chuck him into a muddy puddle and he just sort of lies around there until the sun comes up. Fortunately, the daytime sunlight means that the demons have to go back to bed under the forest um, <laughs> and he is no longer in danger, which is great, and he becomes unpossessed. Uh, so now we know that the demons are killed by sunlight, which is good to know. Um, so he knows he only has to make it through the night. However, he starts to leave and he's like all right i've got to go he gets to the bridge you're they crossed over. that's fine um he gets to the bridge they crossed over but it's all smashed up and all fucked up and so he's like no and he's like this is impossible i can't get out of here it's the only exit he knows of at this point and now again the demon is pursuing him as night falls and now it's a car chase and he's real fast and it's very stressful um <laughs> however this is immediately ended as he crashes very badly and is thrown out the front of his car which the demon then pursues him through um and as he's on his way to the cabin by foot the demon is still pursuing him and destroys all the doors and windows in its chase and he eventually evades it by hiding behind a door great okay meanwhile a fancy woman gets off a plane and is like, look, I found these pages from the Book of the Dead. Woohoo! And she just has them in a little box and greets her um, ugly boyfriend. Okay, they're going to go see her dad, <laughs> the professor who recorded the tapes at the cabin where he was staying. Um, however, they haven't heard from him in a while, which is disturbing. Okay, now we're back to Ash. Ash has woken up. Um, he's covered in blood. Don't know how he isn't concussed, but that's fine. And he explores the cabin some more. The piano starts playing itself and the deceased Linda's beautiful necklace, that he uh, and he looks at her necklace and is sad about the passing of his girlfriend via shovel decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> um, his boarded up window starts to fall apart and he watches outside as Linda's headless corpse rises from her grave and does a little dance and is like come dance with me outside and then she like leaps out into the forest laughing Ten seconds. and then she reappears at the window and tries to pull him through it and her head detaches in the process um, and then he wakes up and it's okay, because it was just spooky dream. Right, However, her there. head has made it into the house. Okay. <laughs> All right, Brendan, you have to take over from where she left off. Have uh, you figured sorry. out where that is? I, yeah. You got it. The head's about to bite him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Brendan, are you ready? Uh, 
yeah, on, okay. you got this. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Okay, and then so the head is inside the house, bites Ash on his hand, and he's trying everything he can to try and flick this thing off. He's bashing it against the walls. He even, like, puts it in, steps on it or something. He's going mental trying to get this, yeah, this head off. Yeah, he really gives it a beating. Yeah. Uh, then he remembers there's a tool shed outside. So he runs outside, trips over a big bin down the staircase with the head still on it. Then he whacks it against a tree. He <laughs> runs into the shed and there's a vice. So he puts the head in the vice, he starts to squeeze it, and then the Linda says something to him, laughs at him or something, and then uh, we see up on the wall, there's a chalk outline for where a chainsaw should be, but there isn't. And we hear some chainsaw noises in the background, and then bursting through the door is Linda's headless body, which I can relate to. (laughs) With the chainsaw coming in, he's about to attack Ash. You know, he bops it around a bit. Uh, The chainsaw falls back onto the body, cuts her in half. He picks up the chainsaw onto Linda's head, who's now changed back into a person, to beg him not to kill her. Uh, He does anyway, cuts it in half. There's black blood going (laughs) everywhere. Uh, Blood going over everything. It's a really gory scene. Uh, He looks down at his hand uh, and it's starting to go black. All the sort of, I guess, demon uh, venom running up his arm. That can't be good. We cut back to nah. the plane people. Uh, they're on their way to the cabin. They're driving. They come up to a truck parked. They ask, you know, what's going on? Guy turns on his lights. The bridge is gone. Bridge is out on the way to the cabin. Uh, they ask if there's another way in. The guy and his uh, his other hillbilly girlfriend are like, yeah, we'll take. They've been really weird. They're like, yeah, there's another trail. We'll take you. Like. I, I don't but for a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're shady. They just want to make money off these rich people. That's the deal. Yeah. That's all they want. So they enough. start going down uh, back to the trail uh, to, to towards the cabin, uh, taking all their lugging all their shit, all their Necrochromicon pages, and then we cut back to Ash halfway for honestly my favorite scene of the entire f- movie. Uh, Ash yep. versus his hand, the evil hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts going berserk. It's hitting him, breaking plates. He's doing <laughs> flips and shit. He, uh, he's getting beat up by his own hand. And so he uh, finds a butcher's knife, cuts off his own hand, and also a really gory scene. Pause. He does not chop off his own hand with the knife. The he hand stabs actually it. drags... His hand yes. drags him towards the butcher's knife, and then he pretends to be knocked out. He stabs the hand and then chainsaws it off. Chainsaws it. That's it. Yeah. All right. So now the hand is a gross little uh, thing from the Adams family. It's crawling around, making noises and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to say, Ash found a gun. Uh, so he's got a gun now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he starts, you know, like... Uh, uh, like skill shooting, trying to get the the hand that's running through all the mouse holes of the and and the crawl space of the cabin. You f- you think he hits it because there's blood coming out of the hole from the shotgun, and then just blood keeps coming. Way too much blood for just a little tiny hand, and then it just projectile out. All this blood, black goo all over him. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then thirty he- seconds. 
passes oh, out or something, or he just turns around and then everything in that house is coming alive, laughing at him. It's like Fantasia. Um, <laughs> just the deer like is especially making fun of him, but he's, you know, he's having a good time. He's, he's, he's vibing with them all. He's just <laughs> laughing about and having, you know, <laughs> he's having a good time with his, I guess, yeah, loss it. of massive loss of blood. I guess that was what that means. Time's up. Way. It is now my turn. Oh, Fox has been left with the most. <laughs> Yeah, I have been left with <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you, The third section was the longest anyway, but that's okay. We got this. We got this shit. Okay, I'm about to uh, start. Good you job, for- you two. Thanks. Good luck. Thank you. I'm ready. I'm too much okay. of a storyteller. <laughs> Yours is very vivid. It's great. I could see the film. Truly. All right, let's do this. Right, three, two, one... So, Ash is having a right manic laugh with the deer and all that, books and whatnot. Everyone's having a cackle. Um, who's at the door? Oh, it's the people from the plane and the hillbillies. Uh, Ash accidentally shoots Bobby Joe with his sawn-off shotgun, which is not good. Uh, pause. It's not a sawn-off yet, Not sawn-off yet. Okay. Just shotgun. Okay. Resume. Okay. Continue. So he shoots Bobby Joe and they all throw him down into the basement before listening to Annie's dad's tape about the book, who's a professor. Unfortunately, Henrietta, who's Annie's mother, is in the basement too, but she is dead and possessed. Nasty. She's not looking fresh at all. Mm. Uh, they don't let Ash out, but they Someone's should- Someone's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> Someone with a fresh soul. <laughs> uh, her face- morphs into something far worse and very skeletal before they manage to get Ash out. She makes a good grab at them all before getting her head smashed by the basement door by Ash. And her eyeball actually makes a great fly across the room right into Bobby Joe's mouth. But now, who's going to be possessed now? Turns out, it's Ed, the uh, boyfriend of Annie. He is a horrible, disgusting demon. He's chanting, dead by dawn. Dead Uh, by dawn. There's all sorts of green goo splatting as he gets hacked into a bunch of pieces and the house continues to terrorize them and distort reality and then her dad turns up as a ghost i love her ghost dad yeah ghost dad's great my notes of this point have turned into an absolute mess bobby joe feels someone holding her hand and does a runner into the woods which is a mistake she gets uh lost and the branches like burrow into her face she's not coming back she's fucked and then ash is a zombie and only annie's unharmed for now halfway Uh, (laughs) um Uh, Annie accidentally stabs Jake instead of zombie Ash, so he dies. Uh, they're in the base. Oh my god, I, this is a mess. Lots of stuff happens, basically, and Ash gets a sawn-off shotgun and a chainsaw. <laughs> and he ventures into the basement. He finds the remaining page. Pause. Pause a second, because there's a note here that says, <laughs> that says, Oh no, zombie Henrietta is pulling him asunder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just realised how bad my notes are. No, they're this good. Section. I'm enjoying reading them. Really funny. <laughs> just like the right, live no. reactions, like, oh, who's it now at the door? Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh. Alright, how much 
much time have I got left? You've got one minute and 37 seconds. Okay, I think I can do it. I think you can too. Okay. Okay, so Jake gets pulled into the basement by uh, zombie Henrietta and he gets absolutely shredded and turned into an exploding bloody geyser. More blood than man. And now zombie Ash is flinging Annie around. It's very bad. Oh, but the necklace that he got from um, his girlfriend Linda is turning him back into a normal man. Very romantic. Um, he's beat the curse. And then he loads up on weapons. He makes himself a sawn off. He's got a uh, chainsaw attached to a stump. He's ready. <laughs> Groovy. He then ventures into the basement, finds the remaining pages of the Necronomicon. And then Henrietta starts fucking him around too. But fortunately, Annie's got the pages. She's reading from it. Uh, Henrietta's being gross. Ash is sexy and his top's all ripped. He's fucking her up. Henrietta gets a big, long, horrible neck, making monkey screeches. Yeah. And then Annie distracts her by singing Mockingbird, and she sort of deflates. 30 (laughs) seconds. And Ash says, swallow this, and blows her head up with a shotgun. Then the trees attack them. Nothing stops in this movie. It just keeps going. And then there's this massive demon conglomeration thing, and it's got, like, all the demon faces in it, all the faces of the dead, and it's dragging Ash towards its maw. Um, Annie gets impaled, but manages to read the rest of the pages and says, stay, only temporarily, because a large portal opens up and drags Ash in, in his car through it and he ends up in a medieval land which is also riddled with deadites he handily shoots a flying one winning over the knights of the past the end Woo-hoo. wow we'll pretend that i did that it's important to note also that him <laughs> at the end was prophesized like he was yes there's a lot in this movie that we haven't been able to get into yeah it's complicated just watch the fucking movie to be honest mate yeah watch watch the movie we do not do it justice no i mean (laughs) we can't there's no way and then watch it two more times because it's that good yeah watch it so many times okay all right good good job everyone Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good work. I think I could have done better, but I don't think you could have. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did a perfect job. I think you did a bad right. job, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh-oh. me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do the good, the bad, and the gory. Let's start with the good, and starting with Brendan, we'll do two good points each. Okay. Okay. Um,. Mostly just the whole, the directing, just in general. Yeah. The use of the shots in this is amazing. Like, they're so simple, but it's so effective. You know, I all, agree. Your, all the um, the scale model shots of, of the, you know, the car going over the bridge, speeding up the fog, uh, reversing a lot of the things to make it look like, you know, it's moving weird. Mm-hmm. The whole continuous shot with Ash running through the house, trying to get away from the, oh, the first so demon. Good. That's very, amazing. Very good. That's all just one shot. That was yeah. yeah. The other one, oh, a good point for me. Um, probably the whole groovy scene. Yeah, him setting up. It's his, very iconic. His chainsaw yeah. arm. He cuts off the uh, the gun. The gun makes an amazing sound every time he puts it away. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I meant to fucking say that. Uh, that was one thing I meant to write down and I forgot to, is the way that whenever he puts his gun back in his like back holster, yeah. it makes a crunch sound, <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, he puts it back and just I love crunch. I so much. Like, what about yeah. it is crunching? 
Well, why is it blowing so much air around it when he spins it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How much surface area does oh, this shotgun so have? Much. He just cut off half the of crunch. it. Crunch. <laughs> Amazing. What's crunching? This is the perfect movie. It's the perfect movie. Right, okay. I agree with your sort of thing about the groovy scene because I think that this movie just has so many iconic scenes, so many memorable scenes, but the dialogue too. You've got catchphrases, even catchphrases that are just single words or very short you know dead by dawn uh you know i'll eat your soul uh just groovy groovy, chainsaw just him saying stuff becomes quotes like quotable dialogue which is great and bruce campbell is just a great lead he's funny he's charismatic he's amazing in regards to physical comedy like he is evil dead Mm -hmm. and it's one of the only horror movies that i can think of in which a horror one of the only horror characters I can think of in which a horror franchise is more known for its protagonist than its yeah. villain. Oh, absolutely. Like, I know we have Sydney and Nancy who are, like, beloved, but you still think of Ghostface and Freddy first, like, as far as iconography goes. But with Evil yeah, Dead... Yeah, Evil Dead, you think of Ash. You think of Ash. Like, yeah. And that's why the remake, which I think is very good, is not as good, and it feels like it's lacking something integral, because... Evil Dead is not the Deadites and the zombies or the undead. It is Ash. And he is just so iconic in everything that he does. He is absolutely like mesmerizing and incredibly magnetic. He's everything that a star and a final boy should be, regardless of genre, I think. I agree. His face acting in this one is so good. Oh, yeah. It's just so much good face acting. You can't take your eyes off him, even though there's like almost so much other crazy stuff that's going on. It would be very easy for him to get lost within it but he doesn't get lost at all no yeah right all right fellow two good things from me i really like the combination um of live action and animation kind of stuff yeah. and like painted backgrounds yes. and all this stuff that makes yeah. it almost like when i was watching it i was like this almost like feels like a who framed roger rabbit kind of thing because mm. there's so mm-hmm. much where like in the same shot there's a stop motion character and live action that you're like this is so bizarre and like surreal the shots of the bridge make me think a like gothic surrealism it's so cool you know what i mean it just it doesn't look like a normal horror movie there's something so much weirder about it it really quite reminds me cartoony visually sometimes of like beetlejuice and tim burton's yeah it's quite beetlejuicy a really strong sense of (laughs) beetlejuicy um a really strong sense of like artistic vision like yeah he knew exactly how he wanted it to look and he executed it perfectly yeah yeah it's just it's great i love the painted skies works so well it made me think of like Haosu and all that stuff it's just I love it Mm. so much and I mean I obviously we're talking about Evil Dead too so I don't want to talk too much about the first Evil Dead but I did watch them both and so Mm -hmm. in my brain I'm kind of comparing them versus Evil Dead the first one this one has so much more artistic vision you're completely correct like the first one because it didn't have a big budget it just kind of felt like eh yeah, we'll just kind of Here's do what we gore. can. The gore is yeah. amazing yeah. in the first one. And I'll talk yeah, about that in a minute. But um, 
it's not so stylistic. It's not this so stylistic. A, and a great sense of style. It's probably one of the most stylish horror movies that I can think of, yeah. other than, um, you know, Wes Craven's vision for Nightmare on Elm Street as yeah. a franchise. Yeah, I agree. Even if just like you had, if you saw a still that didn't particularly have any identifiable like iconography in it, like it didn't have the cabin or ash, you could still tell that it was Evil Dead. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas, like, you show me the picture of the trees in the first Friday the 13th, and I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm like, ah, it was just Fuck knows. Yeah. There was nothing creatively done with shot framing and color and all that with a lot of, I don't know, frankly, movies at the time. And I think yeah. that's probably why him and Wes Craven had this, like, joking, like, rivalry thing going on, probably just because they really respected each other as two of the best working horror directors of the At time. The time yeah, mm. absolutely. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I love the spooky dancing skeleton lady. It's my fucking favourite. She's so She's cool. So She's good. so creepy. Also, um, I forgot to, forgot to credit her in, when I was doing the cast list. Apparently they did use a dancer to sort of, I think, model the figurine oh, yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And her and her name is Snowy Winters. Iconic. Love that. I just thought it was good. She was only in one other thing. I've not I can't find a picture of her or anything, <laughs> but her name is Snowy Winters and she's credited in the cast list. So Amazing. thank you to Snowy. <laughs> um and then my my other good point is the ending fucking rules again comparatively <laughs> to Evil Dead One, which has a fa- yeah. like you know the ending is fairly. I can't even remember the ending of the first one that well. I watched it the end. Like, I haven't yesterday. seen I haven't seen the first one in a hot minute. I won't lie because every time I'm in the mood for Evil Dead, I just watch the second one instead. <laughs> like I'm like, eh, I'll just do the second. It's just one. It just sort of everyone's dead and that's it, isn't it? In the first, yeah, one. I think so. Yeah, drives I think that's away. Just how it's quite ends. nihilistic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, whereas this one, the ending fucking rules because he goes through like a yeah. time rift and ends up in the medieval times, and they're like, "Wow, you're our savior from the the demons," and he's like, <laughs> "Bella, no! have you have you seen Army of Darkness?" No, I never have. Yeah. I need yeah. to do that one. I need to do that next because <laughs> I've I've been obviously we've done I've done Evil Evil Dead Evil Dead Two. I'll do Army Dark Army of Darkness today, maybe this yeah. evening. Um, but yeah, I think that we can't move on without saying something about special effects. Oh yeah, too. I mean, I think we were all yeah. thinking it, but yeah, the puppets, the monster faces—you know where they like go all skeletal yeah, they and they have the long necks and like the bulging eyes—those are nuts. Yeah. I mean, truly, truly nuts. Yeah, and the full body, like latex suit that Ted Raimi is in as like possessed Henrietta. Oh, it's so nasty with all the like guts hanging and out. Even Ugh. I don't I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a scene where Ash is confronted by his evil self in the mirror. Yeah. Did you notice that his evil self doesn't quite look like him because he has prosthetics on? Yeah, oh! and he's got like painted on eyebrows. That's so funny. Yeah, he's got his makeup is done weird and he's got like a prosthetic yeah. nose. Oh, how funny. So they put even detail in like there. Oh, like he's so like a for, like, like a slightly seconds. a less good looking version of himself, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And he is good looking he too, is. which helps this whole He's a handsome thing. boy. He's, he's ex- He's extremely hot, and it's nice to have just, like, a really sexy, like, male protagonist in something. Yeah, they usually- Move over, Matt LeBronc. (laughs) 
Did you say Matt, Why, Matt LeBlanc? LeBlanc? Yeah, because <laughs> he looks like Matt LeBlanc. What? He looks like he looks like if you stretched Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> like upwards. Yeah. They don't look anything <laughs> yeah. alike. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? You don't see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I see it a little bit. But... I don't see it even a tiny bit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck yeah, you're talking okay. about. No. <laughs> Okay. Okay, um, let's move on to the bad then. So, Brendan, we'll start with you. What are your bad points? I don't feel like any of us have many bad points, so... Yeah, I really, really struggle to have any bad points about this movie, because um, for me it's perfect. Uh, so instead, my bad point for The Evil Dead 2 is... Uh, army of darkness oh that's my bad point <laughs> that it brings I... on army of darkness by default it, i mean uh, yeah. army of darkness is really fun yeah but it's really fun if it was a standalone film yeah you don't yeah. like it as the fact that it's trilogy. evil dead 3 mm, it's terrible no. okay interesting Gizmo, why are you kicking me gizmo the gremlin's kicking kick- off he's just got one hand placed on my back with his elbow locked and he's just forcing me like closer and closer to the table he's being paid by uh by a big army of darkness (laughs) yeah he's got a gun behind you i'm just letting you know (laughs) say something nice about army of darkness i think the good thing about army of darkness is when it ends (laughs) oh man you know what's funny too so i want to follow up on this with my bad the fact is that this movie was created solely as yeah. a vehicle to bring Army of Darkness, which yeah. is by far the worst entry in the trilogy. <laughs> I just think that's really funny that's because so they were just gonna they were just gonna leave it at the Evil Dead, but yeah. because it was under a production company that they weren't like working at anymore or something, they couldn't get their own footage to reuse oh, that's right. in Army of Darkness. So they wanted to recap Evil Dead in Army of Darkness, but they couldn't do it with the Evil Dead because they didn't have like the rights for it anymore. So they just decided to remake the film <laughs> instead, which I'm so glad that they did. But it yeah. was basically a vehicle for Army of Darkness, which I just don't like that much. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine making the best film of <laughs> all time. make another film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally that nobody cares about and I never see anybody talk about. No. I mean, people do like it, but like not nearly as much as Evil Dead 2. Like even Bruce Campbell says that Evil Dead it's 2 his is his favourite. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. yeah. My other bad point was the ADR is pretty bad, but I that's a gripe, really. And that everyone except Ash is pretty boring as a character, but I also kind of don't give a fuck because I don't think that this is a movie that needs a lot of like it doesn't need characterization. Loads of characters, no. And you only need Ash. Really, everyone else is basically just Demon Chow, and that's their purpose. Yeah, but you, yeah. So that's it. those are the only gripes that I have, basically. But they're barely gripes. Okay, so I've got a like a very small amount okay and this is only just because i watched the other one and so i kind of had more room for comparison yeah if that makes sense yeah so i kind of i feel like this one is a lot less scary and less gross out than the first one which is not oh i agree it's not necessarily a critique because it obviously just depends on what you like for me it's a negative just because I really like when I get such a violent reaction to a film because the first one, I almost threw up. 
There was periods in the first one where I absolutely was like, I'm gonna throw up. This is di- fucking disgusting. There's some, like, stuff with skin and sharp blades in the first one and stuff that is, There's like... There's a lot of, like, slime. Yeah, oh. it's really gross. No. And it is it is genuinely scary. It wasn't funny. No, it's not funny at all. Because I remember when I first all. showed it to Brendan being like... Hey, you're like, this is a comedy. Yeah, I was like, you'll like these. They're by Sam Raimi and you love Spider-Man and they're comedy films. Kind of clearly just still thinking of Evil Dead 2 yeah. in my head. And so showed him Evil Dead 1 and he was like, I feel, I feel <laughs> I don't bad. Know if I like this. I, I mean? like the first one. He was like, "That wasn't funny." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you didn't show me the uh, the remake. Oh God, you'd, you'd oh God. perish. At the I would remake. never show you the remake. It's like French extremity, it's like I would real try to drown myself in my own jar. Yeah, <laughs> just take a big gulp. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an interesting comparison between the two because yeah the first one's a bit more nihilistic and a bit more cruel and i liked it for that reason and the deadites were much i i found them much scarier looking in the first one um whereas in this one yeah i prefer the design if that makes sense because they're cool and fun looking and they're funny but yeah because of that because this one's more comedic it just didn't scare me as much which is i mean you know it's kind of just like a small gripe it's just like an interesting observation yeah, I, I more get so your than point. anything. I think a lot of people regard the first one as more of a true horror mm. and then the second sequel is a comedy. as a comedy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's a comedy horror, but it's it's definitely supposed to be fun and funny. Yeah. Versus like a sl- almost more of a slow burn. Yeah, that one's a lot slower. And then that's the one that the remake journey is Journey into nihilism. Yeah. 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 And then the first few minutes kind of gave me whiplash because it just goes so fast. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like about it though. Um, I kind of like it, but I'm also, it's just funny pacing to me. The yeah. pacing is great after that. Yeah. I feel like you do get kind of plunged in. Yeah, you really do. Like it's literally- I love I, that I, there's no buildup. <laughs> I checked the time- once Linda got possessed and he'd beheaded her and it was like five minutes 38 <laughs> seconds in and I was like whew Perfect. this is a this is a quick start but I think it does work for this film yeah absolutely but I can also see that people may want a bit of a <laughs> a build up into things I think yeah again, it just felt like really intense very quickly for me but um again very it small it is gripe. very intense very quickly um, and then but... my last thing which is more just funny like it's just not it's not even like a critique because I, I love it and I wouldn't want them to get rid of it but it does make me lose my mind is the scene where Ash is fighting with his own hand which was the first shot that they you know whatever but then they overdubbed him screaming about his hand but his yeah. mouth isn't moving <laughs> for the whole scene like his mouth is like tight yeah. shut for the entire shot and but he's going but his mouth is just completely shut and it's absolutely making me lose that's my good. mind good yeah point. that's what, yeah it's that actually a that's good a good point. point to be honest yeah I would Rules. also justify though that that adds to the like the surreal. Yeah, no, I mean that's what I mean. What I can barely yeah. say it's negative. It's just co- it's just funny. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant that was a good bad point. But yeah, like it's it's a neutral point. <laughs> yeah, it's a neutral point. It's just funny. I just enjoy it. That's what I mean about the ADR. Like the yeah, ADR is really so weird. bad, but 
it kind of works for this. Yeah. Like, in other films, I would be like, God, the ADR just sucks, and why is the, you know, their mouths aren't moving with their words <laughs> or whatever. But in this, I'm like, it yeah. rules. It adds to just, like, the absolutely bonkers tone Absolutely. Of the whole thing. Love it. All right. Time for the gory. So, death toll. It rings for all of us, and in this movie, it rang eight times. Bing bong. So... Bing bong. We have Linda, possessed by demon and beheaded. We have Deadite Linda, who sawed herself in half with a chainsaw, including her head. Oh, he saws her head in half with a chainsaw. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Ed, also possessed by Kandarian demon, which there is no cure for, so is counted as dead. Like, some may only count them dead once the body is also destroyed, but I'm counting the human and the demon, like, using their body as a meat puppet separately. I think that's fair, because, yeah, the demon dies also. Yeah, I was going to say, eight people die. Yeah, there's not even yeah. that many characters. Okay, I get you. It's the, yeah. it's the people <laughs> getting possessed, and then the demons, yeah. And then we've got Deadeye Ed, who's chopped into bits by an axe, and Jake, who was dragged asunder into the basement by Henry. I really liked Asunder, asunder when I was writing yeah. these notes, huh? It's good. <laughs> and it's turned into a blood explosion. Woo-hoo. Deadite Henrietta is dismembered with the chainsaw. And then to make sure she is dead is shot in the head with a shotgun. And Annie, who is stabbed in the back by the Kandarian dagger. Yes. So... Starting with Brendan, what was your favourite kill? Uh, my favourite kill is with Jake, because it sort of goes on for so long. <laughs> that is particularly <laughs> good. So it good. starts with, you're outside with Demon Ash, and he's, he throws Jake into a tree. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you get inside, and then and then Jake's fine, like he's crawling along. Oh, no. He's fine. No, J- Jake uh, pops through the door, and Annie stabs yeah, him she thinks it's with, the, uh, with the dagger demon. in the back. And then he's like, you know, oh, maybe he's going to be all right. You know, they pull the dagger out. He's crawling uh, into the front room, but he's too close to the to the trap door. <laughs> and then Ted Raimi bloody eats him. Like, it just Ted goes on Raimi. for so long. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Huge blood explosion. It is good. And Sam Raimi would probably refute this, but I do feel like the sort of blood explosion is very akin to the death in... The first Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, on the bed. It's good. Where they're just the blood fountain. That or all the blood coming out from the wall when he shoots oh, the yeah, hand. Oh, yeah, that's good too. Mm. Okay, my favorite kill is Demon Linda sawing herself in half because I just love that bit where he's looking for the chainsaw and, she just and then she just comes bursts. running in oh. without a head and like saws herself in half. And it's just so shocking. That's a scary zombie. That you're just, that's the scariest She's scene so to scary. me is I was where she say, just runs in. If I was Bruce headless. Campbell in that moment, I'd be like, get that <laughs> fucking, like, whatever it was, like a robot, I guess. What do you reckon it is? <laughs> I don't know, puppet. Oh, no, that that would have just been just a, a, a regular old puppet, like just uh, controlled from underneath. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, because that's shot from that yeah. like the sort style. of like shelf, so you don't see the floor. But it looks yeah. fucking horrifying. If I was Bruce Campbell, I'd be like, get that thing the fuck away from me. It's horrible. <laughs> the way it just, she just comes just at him. I'd just stand there and take it. You, uh... <laughs> I hate her. All right, Bella, what's your favorite kill? Well, my favorite kill is also Jake in the Fountain of Blood. Because in another part when Ash is down in the basement getting pages for the Necronomicon, 
he's down there and he sees Jake's body, which just is a skeleton with overalls on, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. Because also, like, what did Henrietta <laughs> do to him? Like, what? Just sucked off his like, flesh. Like, all his flesh and yeah, organs. Him. All of them. Gone. Just sucked him off. Sucked him off. Turned him into blood. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sucked him off yeah but so that's good I just think it's funny I just think it's funny that she left his um, dungarees Um, and also I like Henrietta the most because she goes someone's in my fruit cellar and I just think that's good I'm gonna start (laughs) saying that (laughs) okay that's my answer Um, speaking of uh, sucking off I'm going to say something that I would never normally say and this leads us into the trivia section oh my god what are you going to say um, since since reading this piece of trivia I want to suck Stephen King off (laughs) 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 oh Oh my god and I'll tell you why why would you say something like that (laughs) The reason I say this oh is because Stephen King was such a huge fan of The Evil Dead, the first one, that he convinced huge producer Dino De Laurentiis over dinner to have his production company finance Evil Dead 2. So, and Sam Raimi owes the creation of Evil Dead 2 entirely to Stephen King. It would not have gotten wow. made without Stephen King at all. He he made several calls to several producers and got it financed in entirety. Does he like The Evil Dead 2? Yeah, and he also loves it. That's he also good. thinks it's great. Oh, that's that's good then. That's very nice of <laughs> yeah, Stephen I know, that King. Would suck. Um but I would I would prefer <laughs> to give him a like a hearty handshake or maybe a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only saying if he wanted one that I would. I wouldn't care if he wanted one. I'd still, in, yeah, I'd still keep a distance. I would go back to 1986 or 87. It's not better. And I would ask him if that's what he wanted in order for this movie to get made. Well, it got I made would... anyway without the use yeah, of like, I'm sexual this favors movie and getting sucked off. So great. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm just... Okay, you know what? I'm just a nice guy like that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was a funny segue because you said sucked off, so, you know. All right, I'll give you one more piece of trivia and then you two get to pick two pieces each. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm torn. Okay, I've got one that's extremely short, so I'm going to do two more, actually, because one's just like teeny the rat scene on the stairs over bruce campbell's shoulder while he's locked in the cell was nicknamed senor cojones by the crew Ah, i want to get a pet rat and name it senor cojones um and the smoke that comes from the chainsaw is actually tobacco smoke sam raimi rigged tubing to the back of the chainsaw (laughs) hid off camera and blew blue cigarette smoke through the tube to create <laughs> the effect it's a it's a bit too uh, a bit too thin to be two stroke smoke definitely yeah oh my god i thought something was off yeah no he was just blowing cigarettes through there <laughs> which is very <laughs> funny he was just like absolutely chaining them <laughs> i'm sure he was it's the 80s yeah you could smoke yeah. inside do have a fuck you want they're in a school as well he was a director in his 20s who was successful yeah in the 80s so yeah <laughs> 
yeah yeah he might have been 30 when he did this one mm, but yeah possibly not old at all all right all right pick two brendan uh so uh one of my favorite bits of trivia is um the scene where bruce campbell's fighting his possessed hand totally yep. improvised Woo-hoo. completely yeah. on the spot that Amazing. was his first take uh yeah. Yeah, just off the top of his head. And that's that's why I was saying that, Incredible. you know, it's dubbed over with his screaming is because that was the first take. Yeah. And I guess he was just like concentrating was like, so great. hard. And he was like, they they wanted the, the, that the, shot, but they also wanted him to be screaming. <laughs> the foresight to replace all those plates with like candy glass. That was a that was a oh, good move. Whoever did that. So clever. To be able to like actually break it on his head that's and everything. So cool. <laughs> that was, you know. Maybe he'll do this. Yeah, maybe he might just fuck um, around and smash everything up. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously just for like a, a clean break, you know, for a, a later possession or something when the cabinets are supposed to fall uh, off. yeah. But yeah, good on him for, for spotting that and then smashing it all over his face. It's so good. It's such a good yeah, shot. It's great. Perfect. And my second one is just one that runs throughout um, every Sam Raimi film. Even that one weird war film he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. That his his 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88 is in every single one of his movies, Aww. and that's the lovely yellow car that they drive in that's on. That's nice. I didn't know that. Amazing. I know uh, for a fact that Bruce Campbell hates that car. <laughs> Why? Because he says it's been in more of Sam Raimi's movies than he has. Oh, so he's jealous. <laughs> yeah, I see. he's jealous. He's jealous of the Oldsmobile. Okay. Um. I read this one last night, and it was really grossing mm-hmm. me out. Um, it's quite a long one. Uh, okay, so Henrietta. I know which one it's going to be. Yeah, so Hen- <laughs> so Henrietta is um, the latex suit that is Henrietta is actually filled with. Why did I fucking say it like that? Is filled <laughs> with Ted Raimi. <laughs> it's filled with Ted Raimi. The latex suit, which is called Henrietta, is filled by Ted Raimi. The man himself. Yeah. So, um, so he's wearing this incredibly heavy, full-body latex suit, which is like big as well. Like it's not because he's quite a small guy, and it's like a big. That's Mrs. Doubtfire level. Yeah, it's a, latex that suit. That is, a, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's Henrietta instead. That'd be so good. <laughs> Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Someone's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's forced to wear a really heavy latex bodysuit, and then he also had, like, opaque lenses so you couldn't see, and fake teeth, and yeah. the only part that you can see of Ted <laughs> Raimi's actual body is his tongue. That's it. Um... <laughs> So at the time in North Carolina, it was really fucking hot. And in this latex suit that has no, you know, air going through it at all, he was just sweating every single day, like sweating so much. And apparently the special effects team had to pour liters of sweat out of the suit into like coffee cups (laughs) at the end of every every shooting day. Yeah. So Do gross. you know that's actually what my jar is filled of? Is Ted Raimi's <laughs> latex suit set sweat? Oh, oh, okay. That's that's what pickled me. That's, <laughs> oh. that's why you look so youthful. Wow. Thanks, Ted yeah. Raimi. Thank you, Mr. Raimi. <laughs> but yeah, at some point you can see all of his sweat pouring out of Henrietta's ear. 
at some point when she's like leaning sort of to one <laughs> side and you can just see it all like spilling out of oh, the latex no. ear um apparently this is just a rumor that i haven't been able to confirm this no one seems to be able to but i'm going to do some more research into it mm-hmm. that the special effects team used like kept all of the collected sweat and played a horrible prank on ted Raimi on the last day on set oh, yeah they no. don't say they don't anywhere say what, what they the prank did. was which is so ominous I'm like, what did they do to poor Ted Raimi? <laughs> Made him drink it, probably. Yeah, probably, probably. put it in his Well, they're probably saving for it because something. he specifically asked to save it for him to drink. And the prank was they sent it off to me oh, and then to it put it in my jar. jar. Yeah, sure. Okay, I've got one more that I have to do because it's just so weird. So the large demonic head that Ash battles at the end of the movie, the oh, big yeah. one, they absorb it off. The crew nicknamed it Rotten Applehead, and it was too large for the crew to carry back to California, so it was just left in North Carolina and disappeared shortly after, and its whereabouts were completely unknown for a number of years until it was found in a Halloween-like haunt attraction just outside the original shooting location in Wadesboro, North Carolina. (laughs) Some people just stole it and put it in their haunt. (laughs) That's so funny. Imagine though, like, they must have just stumbled across it in the woods and, and been, been like, like, what the we fuck use is that? that? Yeah. Can you imagine stumbling across that in the woods, though? I'd be and fucking horrified. I think Awful. I would actually shit myself. Like, I would actually have, like, keel over and have a panic attack. And then once I realized it was some sort of, like, weird prop. Because the movie probably hadn't even come out yet they, they, when they, they like, stole it. it, you know? Ew, I'd be um, so Once scared. I realized that it was just, like, some... But I'd be like, where did this come from? Who made this? Who just left it here? It's humongous. But yeah, they clearly probably did pretty well with it at that haunt. So good for that. Good job. <laughs> but I just think that's very funny. Oh my God. I bet it looks like Hoggle now. Yeah, it oh, did don't then. remind me that Hoggle's all fallen apart. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Hoggle fell apart. Yeah, he looks all nasty yeah. now because he was made of. Because he got oh, taken no. by like. He got, he, did he get lost at an airport? He got taken yeah, by like TSA. Yeah, he's in a museum TSA. now, but he did get lost for a bit. Yeah. Oh no. Poor Hoggle. And he turned up and he was all falling apart. <laughs> sad. Aww. Very sad. I'm Hoggle. <laughs> Good job. Can you do a David Bowie impression before we get into reviews? Yeah. Uh, David Bowie. Yeah. yeah, in Labyrinth, specifically. Turn back, Sarah. Turn back before it's too late. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty That's pretty strong. Uh, yeah, it's pretty I can do good. nearly the whole Labyrinth cast. Um, okay. You can. Ludo. Oh, Ludo. Um, smell. Oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I hear these all the time. So the wonder is is it's gone, gone away you, a little bit. But I'm, lost I'm, on you. I'm yeah. yeah, I'm still impressed though. Oh, I love Ludo. <laughs> I think I might make myself a knitted Ludo next. It's my next project. Oh, lovely. All right. Bella, it's time for your favourite segment. Yay! Ask the public. Ask the public. Ooh. Ask the public. Hey. 
in which I select a handful of deranged reviews from either IMDb or Amazon. And I normally dot in a couple of YouTube comments, but I honestly could barely find anything for this movie because everyone just loves it. Yeah, it's hard to so find deranged ones for, I bet. We've got a pretty weak selection, but I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give you a couple. And I'm, I'm actually, don't look at them on your notes. I'm not just looking. Just look away and let me, let me just read it to you. Uh, I've actually got to do my favorite one last. It's first on the list, but I'll do it last. All That's Wholesome by Singer. Oh. I bought this thinking it was a comedy with red skeleton in it. <laughs> I thought his head was white because he just saw a ghost. <laughs> with, with red skeleton I d- in it. <laughs> I don't know. I think red skeleton is like... From something else? No. Red Skull? I say Red Skeleton all the time in reference to an episode of Torchwood in which there's a Red Skeleton on the floor and me and my friend Annie almost bought the prop of the Red Skeleton. Oh my god. So maybe there's other people who are fans of the Red Skeleton. <laughs> I literally don't know what. I, red Skull, I guess, is maybe what they're on about. Do no, they mean sure. the skeleton from uh, that Del Toro movie? Uh-huh. Oh, what Crimson Peak? No, because yeah. they, they thought it was a comedy with red skeleton in it. They thought, it, but they thought his head was white because he just saw a ghost. Oh uh, yeah, it must be Red Skull then. Is that they're, a comedy? They're looking at the yeah. poster, obviously. I guess so. I'm. <laughs> so they they wanted a comedic romp with Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Who doesn't? <Yeah. laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> All right. Don't like horror by Amber. Don't like horror was a gift for Christmas. I'm sure they would enjoy it very well. Thank you very much. What? Who? <laughs> Who? Huh? <laughs> they. Who's they? They. The they red them. skeleton. The they them <laughs> of the world. Hugo Weaving would enjoy this for Christmas. I think he probably yeah. would, to be fair. <laughs> All right. To me, the movie sucked by Jared. <laughs> Great. Very old movie, and it's not a sequel to the Evil Dead movie of nowadays. This is an old sequel to First Dead Evil Dead Made. To me, the movie sucked, but if you like really old horror movies, then get it. But it sucked to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Not I mean, a sequel to the Evil Dead movie of nowadays. No, not, not a sequel <laughs> no. to the one from nowadays. <laughs> Don't get it fucking you like, twisted. It's from really the before old. four times. <laughs> it made, this review makes me feel ancient. This kid's clearly like 14. Oh and God. honestly, I respect it because it's like, like, his name's if you Jared. like... He's like, if you like really old shit and garbage, you old then you fucks, might then you should, like you should it, get this. But it fucking sucks. <laughs> but, it's, but it sucked to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Uh. All right. Terrible by Movie Collector. Mm. Just a garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that, that one's got to be wrong. I think that one was actually mixed up, and that's a review for Army of Darkness. Just a garbage. <laughs> Movie collector. Right. The final one and my very favourite one. One Star by Jones. Old. <laughs> <laughs> old. Just old. <laughs> old. Old. It's just one old, star. full stop. Old. Old. <laughs> 
that's what I say whenever you put Casanova on and I can't bloody change the channel. <laughs> One star old. Old. <laughs> old. Oh, nothing else to it, is there? <laughs> nothing else to say. <sighs> He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our scores. Critics hats on, bless be snappy. Mm-hmm. Brendan, what does your critics hat look like? Oh. Quite wet. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. Yeah, that that makes sense. That holds up. That's how it looks. Mine is a neon green beret. Oh, neon green beret. Um, And then mine is a builder's helmet, but it's leopard print. Oh, Nice. nice. Yeah. All right. So starting with Brendan, how good is it out of 10? critically uh this is a 10 out of 10 movie for me this is perfect perfect yeah. movie okay bella what about you um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give it an an 8.5 oh and i give mm. it i'm really torn between a 9 and a 10 yeah um i'm feeling i'm feeling very generous today so i'm giving it a 10 okay um okay Personal preference, despite your critical score, how much do you like it out of 10, Brendan? Uh, Do you know, despite my 10 out of 10 score, my personal preference is it's also a 10 out of 10. It's still a perfect movie. What about you, Bella? Um, I gave it a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 10 out of 10. All right. Fear factor. How scary do you find it out of 5, Brendan? Well, I'm a a little baby. When it comes to yes. scary things. <laughs> this, like the jump scares in this did get me a lot. So I gave this a, a three out of five. Okay. Okay, cool. What about you, Bella? Um, I'm only giving it a two out of five on scary, scary level. Me too. So, Bella, what is your total score out of 25? I think that 19.5. makes it a 19.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gave it a 22, Brendan gave it a 23, which means it gets a 22.5 between us. So 22.5 add 19.5. Anyone got the quick maths on that? 42. You sure? Yes, quite sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Which means it gets handed over to the landlord. We haven't had one of these in a while. And what a thing to finish on. Excellent. Bella, would you like to do the honors this time? I think I did it last time. Uh, uh, Go yeah. on. Uh, he just He's smells. not that bad. No, he comes he out and talks to me sometimes. so bad, though, recently. He's friendly. You just got to be nice to him. I try to be I, Look, I try to be nice, but it gets a little difficult. He doesn't difficult. like us because we clip his nails. Yeah, it gets a little difficult when I wake up and I turn over in my bunk bed and I can just see his, like, knees. <laughs> like, he's trying to knee me in the face while I'm asleep. It's very hard to be civil in that situation, but I'll do it this well, time. Well, um... Here is the Blu-ray and here's the VHS, just in case he wants sort of a range of energies. Yeah, sure. Uh, Run up real quick, slide it under the rotten away gap underneath his door and then run quickly back. Okay, I'll be be right back. Say hello for me. I won't. (laughs) Of course he likes you. (laughs) Right. He feels sorry for you because you're a little head and where is like cat? Does. He doesn't like us. We all clip his nails and like wash them every now and again. Yeah, give him a sponge bath. You guys are in it together. 
Yeah, him and I and Raffi usually hang out. That's nice. <laughs> Dudes rock. I'm glad he has friends. Dudes rock. <laughs> um, Brendan, you're starting to look a little dry. Shall I pop you back in your jar? Moisturize me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> Goodbye. And I suppose it's time for you to go too. Sadly, we're closing up shop for a couple of months with some renovations. Sorry, you know what these old buildings are like. Always in need of bloody repair. You'll be surprised how quickly the time will pass. We won't. It will feel like fucking years for us. Yeah, so consider yourself lucky. Oh, don't look so sad. You'll be back in this dank room in no time. And we'll always be here, creeping around the Gorporium. See you soon! Before we go, I just want to thank you for listening and supporting The Gorporium. It means a lot to us. And of course, a huge thank you to our editor and night manager, Beck Gray, our executive producer and head in a jar, Brendan Hill, and our dad, Tyler Massey, for our theme song. If you listen on Apple Podcasts and you like what you hear, giving us a star rating or review is always very appreciated. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at Gorporium on Twitter. See you next time at The Gorporium. <laughs>